Welcome everyone to another episode of the Legit Guy podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing colonization of Mars and the moon. So the first question is like, why would we want to colonize Mars and the moon? And I, my guess is that it's just pure curiosity that humans want to discover new things and they just want to explore. And it might also be because, you know, our planet is dying and because we're too lazy to save it, we'd rather go explore Mars and build a new home there. What are your guys' predictions? Like, why do you think we want to colonize it? Well, I don't, I, I don't think it's only about if we are lazy to save our planet, because like, we kind of are. But I think it is important to try to move forward as a civilization anyway, even if we were good to our planet. Mm-hmm. But it's still a part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It is a part of it. Because it's easier to escape your problems than to usually solve them. And we humans are lazy. Go on, Dennis, please. Uh, I believe that curiosity plays a big part, as Aram said. But I also think that it's about for like science research and also for saving the, our planet because our planet faces um, overpopulation and we use all of, or not all, most of the natural resources, and that's not like lie, but the current state of our planet is quite poor. So I think that it's a mix of these three factors. Would you all agree? Uh, Liam, what do you think about it? I think it's just, you know, a cool idea to colonize Mars. It's going to be stunting on them aliens. We got two planets, you got one. They might have, like, you know. Then maybe. What do you know about? <laughs> Let's just just give us this win there. This one win. Yeah, the question was, what are the obstacles we'll face on Earth? And by that, I mean, what problems will we have to solve before we actually go to first Moon and then Mars? We'll talk about that later, too. If any of you have any ideas... Well, Aaron, before we answer, we would like to hear your My ideas. Opinion, yes, of course. Well, I think yes. the largest problem will be the funding for the projects, actually, because it's hard to get governments interested in space travel and stuff like that, because they believe it would be used better elsewhere. And Like, for example, the military, right? I mean, yes. I also Where are you going with this, Oliver? Please. Uh, well, go. if you look at the statistics, um, Amer- United States, for example, uh, have got the funding for space exploration and actually raised it for military over the last couple of years. I'm not sure. Yeah, they raised it for everything and just got it from the space programs, though. Exactly. Yeah. For example, pro- program Artemis, it's pretty hard to do it even now with very limited funding at the moment. So yeah, then that's my opinion. I also think that people are pretty greedy, so why would they spend money on something that doesn't really benefit them, but benefits us like as a whole? What do you, do you, what do you mean by, by that it doesn't benefit them? You mean that, I just want to say, this whole idea could actually save the planet and save the whole population. What do you mean by that it doesn't benefit? I mean that elaborate. I mean that they won't be alive like before our planet, you know, 
is no longer habitable. They'll already be dead, so why would they care? And how can you be certain of this? You can't be certain, Dennis. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, my opinion is that uh, there wouldn't be like enough fuel and that they might actually not even be the technology because it would take a whole lot of time to actually like travel to Mars. And my main opinion is that I don't think that a lot of people would like to want to go to Mars because you wouldn't like want to leave your home, right? Because the whole population, the like whole humanity was living here for thousands of years and suddenly you have to leave. It seems like a bad decision. So I think that people wouldn't want to make this decision. Can I just say something, Dennis, to that? You say that we don't have the technology, but we actually do already have all the I mean, technology. I mean, we don't have the technology to make it like fast, but it would take a lot of time. Yeah, by the statistics, they need just 20 to 40 billion dollars. We can set up a base on the moon already. Yeah, I know. That's that's, like that, sounds like a, that sounds like a small sum, doesn't it? I just reached my pocket that I actually... It does when you take into account that that's just Germany's like whole income for one year. Yeah. Also, would like to add, Dennis, for your that the travel, the journey to Mars actually takes eight months in the transfer period. And Dennis, you mentioned something about fuel, right? Yes, yes, Was yes. I right? mentioned something about fuel. And uh, that's speculating that we go from Earth to Mars directly, right? Yes, we can like make a stop in McDonald's, but we won't take that. No, because if we if we set the base up on the moon first, as I said, then we don't need like as much fuel to yeah, get up. I understand that would be a great idea, but the problem is again the funding. Well, it's all about the funding. You are correct in this, Aram. It all ties up into all of this equally, and it's yeah, it's all like this. Could we not talk about funding all the time because we kind of said it already? So maybe like move on to actually the technology which we were talking about. I know, but it's an important concept. Also, we have to understand that funding is actually intertwined with all of this. But we established that, Dennis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. So, anyone else wants to say any ideas they have what the obstacles on Earth might be? suitable people that you know go there and actually work unlike someone and you know make it habitable and they can survive there you gotta think like that you're not gonna be able to bring everyone so you're gonna have to sacrifice like you know, the old people and stuff that's cool <laughs> what are you talking about right now we're talking about problems on earth well, yeah, we're talking about yeah. expanding our, our civilization not, not killing them all Oh, okay, I got you now. Let's <laughs> recap. You're asking about the obstacles we'll face. Yeah, and and what you said about, like, you know, if they'll be able to overcome the psychology, that was good. And I agree I with that. just single bit of psychology, actually. You did. You said <laughs> that, you if, that out. if they'll be able to, like, people who will be able to overcome the pressure of, like, being with the same people for a long time. No, I said that they they have to survive on Mars by, like, you know, creating the habitat, maintaining it. No, at the beginning, you said something about picking the right people. Well, yeah, but that was in the sense of, like, you know, engineers, doctors, electricians, stuff like that. I came up with something something new, see? (laughs) 
Who's gonna want to bring a psychiatrist on the movie? I who's said we'll bring a psychiatrist, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said we'll need to bring people who, you know, don't become irritated with others. Because they'll be with well, There's no way we're gonna be able to go. I mean, there is no way that we can actually know, can we, really? No, it's a different environment. Like, what are you gonna do? Give them candy? Okay, okay, let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> uh, now let's face the problems to getting there. Yeah. Actually, yes. Let's do that. <laughs> the what what obstacles will face like during the travel? Asteroids. Actually, no. <laughs> 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 Actually, not many. Yeah, it's not the problem. Well, I guess once again, as uh, I thought Liam said before, people will be with other people for a very, very long time. So we need to pick someone who you know is okay with that. But I also think that the radiation will be a problem. As Wait, they're not, what? Yeah, as they're not protected by the ozone layer. Oh, this kind of radiation. Okay, okay. What, what radiation? <laughs> Uranium radiation. I was talking. Uh, I thought you were talking about a totally different one. <laughs> what? What other radiation is there? Alphabet. No, there isn't. That's why my point was. <laughs> what? Um, well, technically, there could be other radiation because you could use, you know, radioactive. Well, solar the things. So, except for radiation, what else might we say? Body deterioration. Well, another problem that we could face is to get people there efficiently and without a lot of waste. Because at the moment, our technologies are not really up to date with that, mostly, I would say. But it could be cheaper if we set up the base on the moon. Like It could. It, it will still be... In the long run, yeah. Okay, Dennis, well, what other other problems might we, might we face? Well, I, I, I believe that a problem would be that uh, this is related to the technology that, I don't know, a fault will take place and something will get broken midway. And what will you do if you don't have the resources to repair it? Okay, that there's always a fault, like that it's a risk. What if there would be a big, big, big fault? Like something that you just can't repair. Then it's a risk, as Oliver said, it's a risk. It's a risk we take to travel there. Okay, well, like, what, what would be another it's problem? It's like going with a car. It's the same thing. You're taking a risk that some, like a car crash could happen, or your brakes could fail. I mean, it's unlikely. It is really unlikely, but it can happen. It's the same thing with this. It's just a higher risk. Okay, so what is another problem, Oliver? We're asking you that. Let's just move on, swiftly move on. Yeah, let's move on. So now, the main attraction, Mars. What would the problems on Mars be? Anyone want to start as well? Okay, uh, I'll go first, then if no one else wants to go. I guess lack of energy would be a problem. And Dennis, I know you and we, we quarreled over if solar energy would be good enough. I said no, you said yes. So, would you want to explain? What I am saying is that it is a fine source of energy. It is not the best, though. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but you're still saying it's good, and I'm asking, like, what's your reasoning? Like, well, why? Why do you think that? 
Well, solar panels have a quite like good life expectancy, if I may say that, and they are quite reliable. And you actually, it's really quite simple. You just put them near a source of light, the sun or UV rays, basically UV rays, and yeah, from that you generate uh, energy. So what I'm saying is that it has a good life expectancy, and it's uh, really simple, and it's not really hard to actually like uh, make it functional. So here's here's my counter proposal, right? <laughs> I'm saying that since Mars is further from the sun than than Earth is, it would be a lot less effective, first of all. Second of all, the uptime would be also a lot lower. Not due to the soul, but due to the dust storms that keep occurring. So you you'd have to clean it constantly. My third reasoning for saying it's not good for Mars is that it would be very expensive to actually get the equipment for solar panels there. And uh, okay, yeah, is is that all? Is that all? So far, yes. Okay, so I'm just going to say that yes, it is expensive. But I'm going to ask you, what other source would be cheaper than the solar panel? No clear. Okay. Uh, and I'm now going to ask you, is it safer than solar energy? Safer for the crew to handle? No, but that's once again the risk we'd have to take. Oh, sorry. No, oh, sorry. That's that's the risk. That's the risk. No, yeah. No, no, no. But to be, to be fair, Dennis, nuclear energy is pretty safe if handled correctly, and there is very limited risk to it. There is a risk you can cut yourself when placing a solar panel. Like, that. that's... That's not a valid argument you're putting here. Right now, we're not discussing like the potential explosion that might happen. And also, I'd just like to say that when they're going to be transferring it, it's not going to be actually active yet. So, Yeah, of course. But still, and I understand your point with the Mars being further away from Sun than Earth. So it would be less effective, I understand that. Mm -hmm. But I think that still would be like a good source. Of course, with the dust storms, you have to like keep maintenance because that's the risk. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, so yeah. what I'm not... I'm, what I'm, no, yeah, I just wanted to say then is that what I'm saying is not that I wouldn't use solar energy. I'm saying that it's as good as you might think as it is. So. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, Oliver, you wanted to say something? Uh, yeah, it, as Adam said, it is less efficient on Mars, and it is actually quite a lot more hard to maintain on Mars due to the dust storms that are occurring almost daily. So any, anyone else wants to talk about energy? <laughs> I and I understand, Aaron, that nuclear source would be way more efficient. I get that. I I agree with you, but you know, it just doesn't seem safer, and it, you know, can be unstable. You don't want a you you don't want you don't want a Chernobyl on Mars. Plus, if you want to make it safe, you would have to put it somewhat far away from the base. That would take so many resources and extra care out of each day to make sure that everything's running correctly. And we didn't even get to the worst part. There are no radioactive uh, isotopes on Mars. Okay, there are, but 
there is a small amount of them. What if I have I have a solution for us? What if we use a combination that and not rely is, on one source? That's what I'm saying. That that's what I wanted to say. That this would be the best idea. I'm not saying solar is totally bad. It's definitely not, but it's not great also for what such I, a use. So combination would be best. What I would say is that you should have like two sources, right? You would have, you would have a nuclear, which would be the main one, and then you would have a solar for the backup one. If I'll agree with this, just say, okay. Aye, aye, Captain. Anyways, as I was saying, the next problem we might face is oxygen, Oliver. Yes, oxygen. So, what do we do about it? Liam, do you want to breathe it? Yeah, breathe how, though, if there is not. We're going to you know, make a machine that's able to turn carbon dioxide into... Oxygen, since there's an abundance of that on Mars. And how would that work? Through chemistry and physics. I, I think actually there is already like yeah. a prototype of a machine like that on Earth. Called Moxie. So I don't like completely understand it. Yeah, it just turns excess of carbon dioxide into oxygen and it works. I think it's electrolysis. It splits uh, at the cathode, it splits the carbon dioxide into carbon monoxide and a single oxygen atom. And those oxygen atom, atoms then form a diatomic molecule, O2, which you can breathe. However, they said that it would not produce, uh, like a small machine of moxie would not produce enough oxygen for the crew to breathe in a day. Yes, Dennis, did you want to say something? I just wanted to talk about the heat and the partially even the atmosphere. So, mm-hmm. and I, so one of the main problems on Mars is the temperature and the amount of heat that actually escapes into space. So this problem is caused by the very thin atmosphere of Mars, resulting in not large amounts of heat trapped, so most of it escapes. So Mars has actually been way cooler than Earth, and the average uh, temperature like of like daily is minus 63 degrees Celsius, and the highest you would reach is 21, which is like usual in, on Earth, at least in Prague. And the smallest you would go is 100, minus 143 degrees Celsius, so you have to take it into account that as well. So that would be a big problem. So I don't think you said daily. I don't think that's the right terminology here. Not, not, not sorry, not daily. It's, Basically, the average temperature on Mars is minus 63 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. Wait, and so you said that it gets super hot during the day, right? No. No, no. During the, during the day, like, the hottest you will get is 21 degrees Celsius, and that's, like, on some special days. The average temperature is minus 63 degrees, so it's really cold. So the heat doesn't get trapped because of the lack of atmosphere, basically. Yeah, yeah, the very thin atmosphere. Okay, okay. But all, not all of it, but most of it just flows away. Well, the next thing we focus on is food and water, right? So, if you would like want a water source, you would it would have to be like quite a complicated process. But if I was to simpli- simplify it all. So you would have to create on Mars uh, water by actually compressing carbon dioxide gas and passing it over Martian rocks and soil. Thus, the gas will then dissolve some of the water locked up in the soil. And as a result, the gas is allowed to expand. And eventually, you will receive some water 
they will release some water which is drinkable and yeah that's safe to drink another way of getting water is going to the poles where ice is trapped and you could also then just sign up you could actually use the water to use it for your hydrogen yeah fuel now or oxygen for like rocket fuel and oxygen yes you could wow wow <laughs> we solved the world's problems isn't chemistry wow. amazing isn't it? oh my god oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and so from there we would um, you know we would focus on lack of food so we have water but we also need some more nutrients so how would we get those how would we fertilize them Liam go first using excretion from the human race <laughs> and also having to you know bring some bacteria that will help with growth I, stuff. I think the first question is where do we get the soil to grow in from Mars? you can't grow in that mostly yeah. Yeah, that's why you we can fertilize fertilizer and bacteria. Yeah, so you would also need to break down the soil into smaller particles, right? Because it's pretty rocky or dusty. Just bring a shovel. <laughs> bring a shovel. <laughs> Is it your DOP skills? No, you don't have to be a shovel. Just bring anything, like anything hard, just smack it on the ground and something's going to break up. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> not right either, but that's fine. Hmm. Yeah, okay. So after that. Oliver, what do you think that the best to grow there would be? Uh, from what I know, I think it is either lettuce or potatoes. And we sh mm -hmm. definitely shouldn't grow only one food because that's not good for the soil. Because soil rotation and stuff as well for farming is better. We would also probably probably use like artificial light sources because it's more efficient than the sun which is actually far away and could not would be less efficient yeah, but because, because there is no atmosphere but oliver for, oliver but for this you use uh, led lights like inside you use uv lights but that's fine mm -hmm. I just want to say that I just did a really quick fact check, and the best like free things to grow are guess what? Potatoes, carrots, onions, sweet potatoes to be exact. What would the reason for us colonizing the moon would be? Like, what's the main goal? What would we get out of it? Who are you asking, by the way? Dennis. Yes. I'm gonna answer in a simple way. It's for science research. So we collect rocks and they study it, and then they can, for example, build bases on, uh, on moon, and then they could act as fueling stations when, for example, wanting to travel to Mars. Would you agree with me, Aaron? Um, that's definitely a part of it. I do say that it was to it would be to mine the, you know. For business reasons, it would be to mine the precious metals that there are, they are there. Yes, of course, that as well. Could I add? Yes. Uh, as Dennis said, I will just add on to his point. It is actually a good gateway to our solar system if we use the moon as a base there instead of launching every time from Earth. It would be much <laughs> more efficient. No, it, cheap. Yeah, that's it. And yeah, less fuel needed. 
Exactly. Now that I got your attention, let's end the episode. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> just finish the episode. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye. See you!